0: Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Over the last number of weeks, I've been taking note of emails that you send me all the time. I've told you that I can't don't have the time to answer all of them, but I I read them all. And uh, so I put aside some questions that were asked by you over the past few weeks And points that you were making as well, that you wanted addressed, as far as the pandemic is concerned, and where politics comes into play, with all of this. So we've asked, and I'm grateful eternally, to our good friends at Ipsos Public Affairs because they are always agreeable to come on this program and talk to us about the mood of Canadians. They do a lot of work, of course, with GlobalNews.ca. And uh, Daryl Bricker is the president and CEO of Ipsos, and Sean Simpson is the vice president at. uh, at Ipsos Public Affairs. And Sean is with us today. Sean, thank you very much for taking the time. Good to talk to you, my friend.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: Uh, Before I ask you the questions that are based on the emails that I received, I just watched, uh, or at least read a story on Global News earlier today about the mood that Canadians are in. And Ipsos did a poll in February, 56% of Canadians anxious at that time. How are we doing? What's our mood in this country?
1: Well, I think we're upset uh, that we have to go under a third wave of lockdown in places like uh, Ontario and and, and Quebec and other provinces. Um, But overall, uh, now that we're actually seeing needles going into our own arms, our neighbor's arms, our parents' arms, um, there is um, optimism that that we're moving in the right direction. And, um, you know, for the last couple of months our polling has shown that support for the prime minister is is pretty high um, there was a little dip in january december when again we had to go under lockdowns uh, after after the holidays and when canadians realized that we don't have our own vaccine manufacturing capabilities uh, in canada uh they 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 scratched their heads uh that one momentarily taking over the prime minister but he's he's since rebounded
0: yeah and we're talking a lot about the, uh, the political realities of, uh, of, the, of, the, of the pandemic, and tomorrow we'll be speaking with the Premier of Saskatchewan, Scott Moe, about this some in some detail. But what I've seen, Sean, and one of the questions that I'm asking, the points that I've seen made by listeners across the country are, are these. Uh, there's a general dissatisfaction with the fact that the, the pandemic's almost become a political food fight where political parties are trying to gain an advantage over one another, anticipating a federal election before the end of the year let me ask you this what is what do you sense what does your polling tell you what the view is that canadians have of politicians generally and their performance during the pandemic federal and provincial
1: uh almost without exception canadians have been very supportive and approving of both the prime minister and their provincial premiers the Notable exception is, of course, Jason Kenney in, in Alberta, and maybe uh, you know, not quite as bad. And more recent, some frustrations with Premier Doug Ford in Ontario. But by and large, Canadians have, have have rallied behind their leaders in this time of, of crisis.
0: So that's interesting because I'm when I look at my emails, I, I see some of that, but largely, I see some su- significant uh, criticism of the way we've moved forward and the fact that we're particularly that we're low on vaccine supplies in this country. So let me let me segue to this. How are we likely reacting to the news that our American neighbors are being vaccinated in massive numbers, 175 million, I understand as of now, while we're struggling along around 45th to 50th in the world? How's that resonating with Canadians across the board?
1: Well, again, a couple months ago when essentially nothing was happening in Canada, but we were seeing vaccines rolling out across the U.S., uh, Canadians were not receiving that well. However, uh, they have seen some progress and they're essentially back on track. And what's interesting here is I think, you know, Canadians are, are um, partitioning their opinions a, a little bit in, in the sense that vaccinations, uh, I think that the, the prime minister is getting um, accolades and strong approval ratings for vaccinations, but lockdowns aren't really his, his bit. That belongs to the premiers. Uh, So the the prime minister is able to deliver things uh, that are good, whereas the premiers are left with you know, taking actions that are that are that are more contentious, that are that are seen as bad uh, in in some cases. Now, generally speaking, Canadians support lockdowns, but what they they don't like is sort of what's just happened in Ontario, where we sort of had these half measures only to go you know the full distance two weeks later.
0: So you're telling me that Canadians, by and large, are satisfied with Mr. Trudeau's performance as far as the vaccine delivery is concerned, even though we're around forty fifth or fiftieth in the world.
1: Yeah, dis- despite those realities. Uh, the Prime Minister seems to be um, flying high. Now, we'll have some polling out with Global News on Monday. I suspect we'll be having another discussion next weekend about okay. some polling. Uh, and I don't want to I don't want to scoop ourselves here, but um, you know, things are still looking pretty good for the Prime Minister.
0: What will then, what will political parties have to do? And maybe this is uh, the news Mr. Trudeau wants in order to call an election following the uh, April nineteenth budget. But what will political parties and governments need to do? Because they're all going to be involved in the next federal election, you know that, and I know that. What will political parties and governments need to do to overcome any level of mistrust or doubt which may have a, have arisen? And I, I could for you, I could forward you emails on that score.
1: Uh, well, I think that there is not a lot that they can do or say at the moment when all of the airtime is on the incumbents. There is a, an incredible incumbent advantage right now again, perhaps with the exception of, of Alberta. So given that the airtime at the moment is on the premiers and the, and the prime minister, uh, the Erin O'Toole and other opposition leaders within the provinces are struggling to have their, their voice heard. That is just simply the reality of the situation. Now, the prime minister may be emboldened by his, his numbers right now, but um, it's pretty risky business, um, you know, manufacturing a defeat when... Two-thirds of the country is under, you know, stay-at-home lockdown orders. So I, I my personal view is that it, it's not likely to happen soon. However, if, in fact, the prime minister is able to uh, achieve his tar- target of having everybody vaccinated by, I think it was September, then we could uh, very well see a fall election if it could be done safely.
0: Yeah, I have a sense that's what they want, because they see an opportunity. If you want to hear more...